Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. It is October, happy October. It's the month of Halloween, which means it's the October thorn, it means we're orange, it means we are doing lots of extra episodes. Tim, sound excited, (laughs) sound excited, say something exciting. (laughs) Woohoo. This is what I have to work with, folks. This is what I have to work with. Then he's he's got like a a motor rally outside his window, like the whole thing. Uh, yeah, everyone heard we're doing the podcast, so they're racing to their computers to patiently wait for it to upload. (laughs) So, yeah, so so obviously this is uh, movie number five uh, of the Octoberthon. And this is kind of an interesting one because this is a, a a new release, and b this is one of the movies that we've been working our way through all the previous entries on, in time for it coming out because we wanted to have done the whole series by the time we got here. So over the past like four or five months, we have reviewed every single Chucky movie: Child's Play, One, Two, Three, Braid, Seed, and Curse. All of those. Mm-hmm. This is the brand new, just released, and seventh Chucky movie. This is Cult of Chucky, which we will start spoiler-free, because of course it's a new film, uh, and we'll give you warnings halfway through before we get to spoilers. And yeah, so we're going to do that. So, Cult of Chucky. What is Cult of Chucky? Cult of Chucky follows... I mean, there's some male spoilers for the previous film, because I have to kind of say where characters are after that one, so obviously, warning for that. But uh, So... We follow Nika, who, from the previous film, has uh, been, you know, everyone thinks she's the one who killed everyone because no one believes her that it was a, a killer doll, because, well, obviously. And <laughs> she has been in a mental asylum for the past four years. and But she's getting a little bit better. She's kind of accepted that it was all delusion, so she gets moved to this slightly, you know, less security facility. You know, it's still, it's still mm-hmm. a mental asylum or a mental hospital, but it's not quite as strict as the previous one. It's a medium security. We get introduced to like a bunch of other people who are patients at this hospital. Uh, obviously, the psychiatrist is the main character, but of course, the Chucky doll shows up, and mm. chaos may or may not ensue. And it, havoc is wreaked. Yes, that is basically it. And it goes in all sorts of places that I don't think you necessarily would have seen coming before you watched no. the movie, which is, <laughs> which is why you know spoilers will be heavily sealed mm. until. We have passed into the spoiler crypt. I've not said that in a long time. I used to, I used to say that all the time <laughs> when we were getting spoilers. But uh, so, yeah. So that, that's the movie. So Tim, I will ask the question. Now, this is because yeah. this is the first one that we've not seen before. You know, it's a brand new yeah. Chucky movie. Tim, a, I, yeah. Well, I'm asking the question. I do, I do this every every, every episode, you know, Tim. Every episode. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I know. Uh, yeah, I was really happy uh, to be watching, you know, not only, you know, a new horror movie that I haven't seen before in October, but also uh, a new franchise entry for a franchise I quite like. And I was not disappointed. I really, really like this movie. Um, it, it's not perfect. Uh, I have a few complaints. Uh, but overall, I think, um, you know, uh, it, it, it reminds me a lot of Curse. Uh, and, and maybe because it's you know, kind of picking up all of the threads from that, um, you know, that movie. But uh, I, I feel like it was a, a little well, a little more well done. The story uh, kept me a little more interested. And uh, yeah, I, I had a really, really good time. So I, I, I liked it a lot. Not my favorite entry in the series. Yeah, you know, I might not say, oh my God, I loved it, but good, good, good. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, I, I do also have complaints. I do have some, you know, some weird thoughts about a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I did like a lot of what goes on in it. I did, I think I probably rank it a bit higher than Curse, just to sort of directly compare yeah. to the last one. I'd say Curse was a nice step in the right direction, and this one was kind of um, a bit better. I, there was a couple of odd choices uh, here or there that I thought was a bit oh, strange. Sure. But... Overall, no, I, I had fun. And I think what I'd commend it for, and we'll talk about this more in spoilers, obviously, but it's amazing to me how this movie has embraced its own continuity. Like, there's this franchise oh, yeah. where mm-hmm. Don Mancini, who's written every film, and he's directed now the, the last three of them, because now, now he's, he's done five, six, and seven, like, he, he's actually embraced everything. Because slasher movies, we're so used to them kind of just pretending a lot of things didn't happen. You know, in the previous films, we're used to that, and we're used to most other franchises having rebooted by now or be- getting remade by now. And mm-hmm. this franchise, it kind of felt like it kind of not soft rebooted, but like you know, Bride of Chucky, it kind of felt like it, it left behind a lot of those first three movies. You know, mm-hmm. beyond the, the fact that Chucky was a thing, it, it kind of left the rest of it behind. And these last two movies, this one especially, is embraced all of its history. In ways that I was not <laughs> expecting, uh, oh, yeah. so I will commend it for that. I think what's so impressive about it is that, um, yeah, like you said, uh, you know, it's been so long, and you know, most you know franchises at this point would probably be like, hey, let's you know give it a full on reboot, um, you know, kind of start over from scratch, uh, and yeah, it doesn't do that, and it's especially crazy with the. You know, fifth and sixth movies being so out there uh, and such a departure from kind of, you know, the tone and what the series was up to that point. And then to be able to, like, veer back and be like, no, we're going to go back to being like, you know, a straight up horror movie for the most part. And uh, but also, you know, we're not going to forget like all that you know, crazy, wacky stuff from from those two movies. That all still counts. And, uh, it's, yeah, and it's it, pretty refreshing. And it still does. I think you meant four and five when you said that, not five and six. Oh, sorry. Yeah, four and yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, and it does new things as well. Like it actually has new ideas, and mm-hmm. it plays with them uh, a little bit uh, to the point where I was like, I was like, oh my, I'm actually kind of like trying to figure out what the, the little twist is going to be here because it, it's it's presenting me with things that aren't quite adding up, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And yeah, and the, I I think with this movie, this was the most I've ever been engaged in the plot. Like, um, okay, I can see that. You know, like the like other movies, I might have, you know, maybe a bit might have been better done, or I might have enjoyed more. But you know, the plot might have been a little more simplistic, and you know, I wasn't constantly trying to guess, like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, where this, I was like, ooh, I want to know, like, what's going on, and like, oh man, I didn't see that coming, and ooh, that was really cool. Like, there's a lot of moments like that for me in this. Yeah, and I I think. Like, the character Nika is improved, I think. Like, she was fine in the last movie. Oh, yeah. But this movie, like, gives her a lot more sort of meat uh, as to what she's going through. Um, so so that's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you and, have... like, it, in the, yeah, in the previous movie, she kind of just felt like you're maybe just typical, like, you know, main character, final girl or whatever. But in this, it was like, oh, no, like, now I'm actively rooting for her. like not not that i wasn't rooting for her in the last movie but this movie i was like oh i'm now really invested was, and want to see yeah it, it was interesting because it was kind of like because typically when they bring the final girl back it's usually just to die off in the opening five minutes but it was no she's the main yeah. character again in this one and i think it's really interesting that it 
it does that and it's just like okay this is someone who who they think is actually the killer and she's in a mental asylum because of that how, how does that you know weigh on her what effect does that have and where does it go with that and it does kind of explore that in ways that I've not seen other horror franchises doing at least not, not that I can remember anyway so no if I have a complaint just sticking in the spoiler free section for now if I have a complaint about the movie mm-hmm. is that I do think the design of the hospital itself is a little bit too unrealistic it just it feels mm-hmm. like a movie set you know, yeah. especially the sort of the, the sort of the reception desk and the two hallways that are right behind it and this sort of v-shape and they're really long it just it feels so, so super clean and so super stylized that i'm like this doesn't feel like a real hospital this feels like oh this is gonna be a fancy movie hospital kind of yeah thing. yeah everything seemed like brand new like nothing felt lived in uh it would have been nice to i mean you could still have like a you know more recent or newer hospital or, or whatever but still kind of make it feel like you know that it's been around and people you know walk through there and sleep there and stuff yeah like yeah. everything just had this kind of shiny little gloss over it that was like a little uh yeah that, that'd be my one complaint other than that though i don't actually think it looks like again like the last one we, we commented that it didn't have that shitty directed video look to it that a lot of them do and again mm-hmm. this you know this feels like it could have been released in theaters like, there's no reason why it couldn't have been I'm a little uh, mad it wasn't. I would have loved to have uh, yeah, seen this in the theaters. It probably had a limited run in select locations, I imagine. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had one showing in, like, New York. Yeah, like the weekend. one... <laughs> yeah, like a small, like, little premiere somewhere. But, yeah, it probably did. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would have liked to uh, have gone if there was uh, more options. Now, all else we can really say in the spoiler-free section is I will say it does play on your expectations of a Chucky movie a little bit. It does... The, the last, like, 20 minutes are really insane compared to what you probably yeah. thought you were going to get going in. And, that, you know, it, it is fun. Like, I think there was a point in the movie where I was really excited early on by what I thought it was doing. And then it kind of veered away from that into this other thing. And I was like, okay, I don't know how I feel about this. But then it sort of whipped back around for me in the last like twenty thirty minutes, where I was like, "Oh no, it's doing this," and I got more into it again. So it, it kind of I was on a bit up and down with it, but I ended in a happy place. So yeah. you know, I started and ended happy. Just a little <laughs> bit in the middle where I was like, "I'm not, sh- I wasn't sure how I felt about a certain a certain new development for the series." But okay, uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. But... Yeah, but well, yeah. you know, we'll, 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 we'll talk. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, anything else you want to add before we go over the wall? Um, no, not really. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff I want to talk about is going to be spoilery. Yeah, stuff, yeah so, all, all of yeah. it is, 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 is so, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, basically, yeah, just obviously, I, I think we're both saying that it, it's pretty darn good. Um, and especially if you like the last movie or the series in general, this is definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I, I think if you've not seen the previous movies, it's it's almost has no point. It is definitely the next movie in a franchise of... True, yeah. And it's definitely one that's like the continuity is important. Like I feel like anything in the first four you could probably watch on its own. Even maybe even the yeah. fifth. But the fifth one, not really. The sixth one is kind of designed to work as a fresh start if you're just jumping in there. But this one, you definitely need to have at least seen the previous film, I think. And I yeah. and ideally the whole series because there's so many callbacks. I think to the little stuff that you you really benefit if you've seen all of them. I'm actually really glad that we rewatched them all over the last couple of months because it. Everything was fresh. Everything like so when they when the name dropped the character, I was like, I know who that is. I remember it because it's not been years since I watched, you know, whatever movie yeah. that was. So, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so full spoilers from this point on for Cult of Chucky. 
So, where do you begin? <laughs> uh, where, do you, where do you begin with the spoilers? Because, Jesus Christ, this goes in some weird places. Uh, I, I think maybe the the first, like, oh, holy shit, uh, moment for me was probably with uh, Andy taking out the Chucky head. Oh, yeah, let's start there. Yeah, let's go all the way. So, yeah. this, the opening... So, uh, so, first of all, there was a post-credit scene of the mm-hmm. last movie where... We, Chucky arrives at Andy's house and Han- Andy pretends he doesn't see him then pulls out a shotgun and then gives him like a one-liner like, oh, handle this and then shoots yeah. him and that's the, that's the end of the movie. And and I kind of thought that they were maybe going to write that off as being like, oh that, yeah, that was yeah. that doesn't count. Because it, it, it's like, how do you go from there? And the funny thing about that is is that we said in the last review, you know, we all did this like two weeks ago, we said, I hope they don't bring him back because his acting <laughs> in that one scene was terrible. To be fair to him, he's in this one a lot more, he is better. Because like, the one liner he gave in that, that, that clip, that post-credit scene, and it's still terrible because they, they, they do a flashback to it uh, yeah. near the start of this, and he still sounds terrible in that flashback, but he's, he's actually okay for the, the main parts of the movie in this one. So he's, he's not great, I, but he's fine. Yeah, he was... Yeah, that was that was like a, a minor complaint I had is he's not the best actor, but uh, I mean if if I really wanted to, I, I could probably chalk it up to maybe he has like some weird like uh, maybe like PSTD stuff, you know, from oh, the character. living this yeah the character yeah, yeah. I guess I was like, that maybe the actor, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that maybe that's why because. Part of his thing is that he kind of seems like a little stiff and wooden, but I don't know if you wanted some headcanon stuff. Maybe you could say like, oh well, maybe he's like constantly scared and paranoid and kind of maybe it comes off a little weird because of that or something. Yeah. Also, I want to point out something else about the end of the last one because it becomes very relevant later on. We were really confused and we were kind of disappointed because there, there was like two almost epilogue scenes in the last movie. Mm-hmm. And the first one was that Chucky arrived at the niece's house, the, you know, Nika's niece, who was the, the other survivor, this little girl. and Alice. Alice, yeah, you go. And it seemed like... It seemed like she... Like, he was trying to, like, take over her body. He was doing the, the ritual, and the camera, like, panned out, we got the jump scare with the, the ant sort of jumping up at the bottom. And it was kind of lame, and it was also partly because it was like, well, Chucky had accepted in the previous movie that he just wanted to be the doll now. So it, it felt like it was going against that. And then secondly, it didn't make a whole lot of sense when we then got a post credit scene with Andy, and Chucky was still yeah. a doll. Like, how did those interact with it? How were those both still a thing? The funny thing is, is this movie actually answers that. I still think it's a complaint for the past movie, though, because when you're watching it, it doesn't feel like coherent. It feels like a mistake. Rather, than, you know, It's not intriguing. When you watch the past movie and it does these two scenes... You're not intrigued yeah. by it. Just feels like no. How does that work? Like it's, it, you know, you're not intrigued by it. You're just kind of like that's that's wrong. What? what? No. Yeah. So like, if if I go back and watch it now, it won't bother me yeah. as much knowing what happens. But it, yeah, it is still like a little bit weird. <laughs> so so yeah, Andy's on a date at the start of the movie. He's you know he's he's like, he's probably he like thirty five something like that. I don't know. <laughs> probably yeah. Yeah, mid late thirties, and he's on a date with the, this woman. And it's, it's kind of awkward, and then she's asking all these questions that he doesn't want to answer, and then he's like, wait, you googled me, didn't you? And he's like, effing internet. Like, he says that under his breath. He, like, he hates the fact that the internet exists, because people can look him up. Yeah. And he's, she's asking him all these questions, like, oh, there was all these murders, and I left her out, and she basically leaves because it's just too weird and awkward. And she's nice enough about it, but you kind of tell that, okay, this is what his life is like. No one really wants to be around him because of everything that's happened. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. And... 
He goes home, he's got this sort of isolated cabin, it's in the woods, he goes out there, he goes in, and he just, you know, he's he's having a drink, everything seems normal. And you see some, like, uh, nice nods to, like, other movies, like, I think he had his military uniform, like, uh, on the wall. Oh, I never noticed that, but yeah, it's kind of, it's like the the post-credit scene from the last one, he had photos in that one as well. Yeah, he had photos of family members from the previous movies and stuff. Yeah, there was was some nice little uh, touches. Then Then he opens this cupboard. He goes up to this cupboard <laughs> and he opens it. Because obviously during this scene I'm thinking, right, well, if we're back with Andy, then that post-credit scene happened. Because that was clearly a tease. That that was almost like the Marvel-style post-credit tease that Andy's yeah. coming back. <laughs> and we've got Andy. And he goes over to the cupboard and he pulls out Chucky's head. You know, <laughs> and it's the one from the previous movie with the, the you know the, the stitches and all that. And he's alive. He's like, you know, he's been keeping him locked in this place. And you can see like nails sticking out of him. There's like a chunk of his head missing from where the shotgun blast went off. <laughs> and apparently how he spends his nights uh, is that he tortures Chucky. Because he, <laughs> he pulls out a blowtorch. He's like, oh, this is what we'll use today. And he, yeah. he, he, he burns him. And I'm like, well, no wonder you can't get a date. Because even if you're pretending you're okay, you're really screwed up. Like, this is what you're doing oh, yeah. at night. Like, even if, I, I know he deserves it. Don't get me wrong. I know he deserves it. But you're still I kinda, man i would have i could have probably watched a whole movie of just this like i <laughs> love just the idea of them like almost becoming like reluctant friends or something <laughs> like uh like i was like oh man i, I hope they kind of like are like a little buddy buddy <laughs> or, or something like in a weird mm. way um where like obviously you know they hate each other and he's torturing them but at the same time it's like well we're we're all each other has you know, and even yeah. like Chucky comments, like, "Oh, like what happened on the date? Like, oh, I like, I, I liked her." You know? Yeah, was was she a natural redhead? I think he says something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So, okay, this is unexpected. And then it cuts to cuts to Nika. Nika's like getting let out. She's been told she's going to this other this other hospital, and we see her journey there, and she arrives, and uh, the other patients meet her, and they're all kind of concerned because she's the only multiple murderer who's like in the ward. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she like butchered the whole family. Like, we don't want her to be here. Like, this is weird. And they're they're all like freaking out. And she... so she makes friends with this one guy, uh, Malcolm, is his real name. But we find out soon that he has like a uh, you know schizophrenia. He has multiple personality disorder. And I think they call him multiple Malcolm at some point. Yeah, but we don't know this at first. We think he's just been a nice guy and talking to her. And he kind of flirts with her because because she mentions the the Chucky doll. And he's like, oh, he's still into redheads, because he's a redhead. Uh, and it's a little bit awkward, but then it cuts to them having sex. And keep in mind, she's still in a wheelchair. So we, we get this yeah. kind of, I wouldn't say rough, but it's, it's definitely <laughs> the most erotic wheelchair sex I've seen in, in a while. <laughs> in quite some time. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it is like a very jarring like cut to, like, oh, shit. Uh, but what, do I think, do, what I think is interesting about it, though is that she's probably not had the chance to have sex in like years. But, you know, for the last four years she's been in this maximum security place. She probably just jumped at the chance to. Uh, yeah. You know. um, yeah. Well, the, there is the kind of weird thing we find out later on. I don't know if that counts, but. You know. Oh. Sh- okay, sure, but she was hypnotized during that, so. As far right. as she knows, as far as she knows, she's not yeah. done anything like that in four years. Yeah. I was wondering why you're going all yeah. awkward on me there. I was like, what? <laughs> what did I say? Uh, but yeah, yeah, she was hypnotized. We get it. Yeah. Uh, so, 
but we find out almost the next scene that he's uh, like he, he changes personality, and then she's, you see this look in her face like, oh god, I just had sex with one of his personalities, <laughs> and he's like switching. And they're all based on real people. Like one of them is Mark Zuckerberg. There's one of oh, them. Oh yeah. He keeps flipping between these different people that are based on real real characters. Uh, but so so we're interested in him. We're interested in this 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 woman who's like kind of. Uh, Really, like protective. When the Chucky, the first Chucky doll arrives, which well, I say arrives. Jennifer Tilly shows up with it and claims to be the the foster mother of uh, young Alice and tells Nika that Alice is dead, which just about breaks her. And she says, "Oh, she'd want you to have this. This is the doll that I bought her to get over the the fear of the of it." And this is where our first Chucky doll comes into the picture. Uh, and this other character like thinks it's her baby and like starts taking care of it and like won't let it go. There's another woman who's really skeptical of her and thinks is always angry all the time, uh, and that's kind of our sort of core patience that we we get to know. So there's also an older uh, schizophrenic lady. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and she she yeah because she said she got a phone call from Chucky and he's like, oh, Chucky's yeah. coming. And Nika at this point is still of the opinion that she was crazy. That this, none of this actually happened. She's trying to like at least at the very least she's pretending. That it wasn't a doll. That she's just yeah, it's hard. And, and basically, everyone kind of seems to have their own like interactions or thoughts like about the doll or whatever. But they kind of just chalk it up as like, oh, these are all crazy people who are being influenced by you know Nika's stories and stuff, mm. and they're kind of reacting and latching onto it. But then, uh, obviously, in reality, you find out like, oh, uh, no, that they actually like uh, have been interacting with Chucky. So- so what, what what I like about uh, this point in the movie, because basically the, the big sort of climax of this first chunk is that after learning our niece, who, who Nika says, because like, she, has, she has quite a good little speech actually in the group therapy where she says, I, I made my niece an orphan and I'm never going to get to see her again. And I love her. Like she has this like, really good speech. And then she finds out she's dead. And, you know, Jennifer Tilly, of course, is like, and I, I should say uh, Tiffany, but it's Tiffany inside Jennifer Tilly's body, <laughs> just just for the record. Uh, but sh- she's like, oh, if I was to say how she died, it'd be a broken heart. Like, you know, she she rubs it in <laughs> thick. And so later on that night, Chucky gets up, he wakes up, and he starts, like, sauntering through the halls. And he, he actually runs into the, the older crazy woman, who's like, oh, you're not real, I'm just delusional. Is like, yeah, I'll come back for you, bitch. Like he's just, you know, he's, he's being Chucky. Uh, I will actually to make a weird complaint actually about Chucky himself in this movie. I do some for some reason. I think his voice in this was sometimes a little bit off. Mm. I don't know if it's just because Brad Dourif's getting older and maybe he can't hit the, the same sort of tone that he, he used to be able to. Maybe there was some scenes where it sounded fine, but there was some scenes where it just felt like a little bit off. Like, like I, I don't know. know. Uh, the only thing well I, I don't know maybe if he was trying to give like tiny slight altered inflections on uh, different maybe. dolls maybe because I, I think um, I, mean, I mean I could be wrong maybe I have to go back and watch it but I don't I, I do know what you're talking about but I feel like I didn't notice it as much when he was like you know doing the original doll uh, the you know head in Andy's room Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that, that may be right. That may be right, but it was distracting me because like, I, I have a very specific voice in my head yeah. for how Chucky sounds. So it felt a little bit off. But anyway, so he, he saw it, we, we see him make this long trip all the way to Nika's room. And do you know what I liked about this? I actually really liked this whole sequence because it was like the first time in the series where instead of following the victim and wondering where Chucky is, we're following Chucky and we don't know, like, <laughs> is she still in the room? Is she hiding? Is she prepared for him? 
And then the actual twist is that he gets in there and she's tried to commit suicide. She's slit her wrists <laughs> and the blood is dropping. And he's just kind of, he looks down at the blood, he looks back up at her, he's like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, um, and I was like, oh, this is, I'm like, man, this is an unexpected twist. And then she wakes up in the morning and she's fine and she looks at her arm and it's all stitched up and she looks over the side of the bed and Chucky's written in the blood. I can't remember the exact phrase. It was something like, not quite yet or not yet bitch yeah. or some, something to that effect. And I thought, That's oh, is this whole movie going to be him like like she wants to die but he won't let her <laughs> like that is actually a really cool spin on the the chucky sort of formula if you will yeah. uh, and that's not actually quite what it is there's an element of that to it but that, that's not, but i get really excited here and i was really into this um but then another chucky doll arrives in the mail actually the, the, actually no the first chucky doll is the one the doctor had I, i'm sorry that was the first one that was around it's the new one who yeah. arrived with jennifer tilly that uh, I'm getting confused here. There's, there's one that arrives in the mail later, right? I'm getting there's too many dolls. Right. I'm not keeping track of them. <laughs> the doctor had one that he used for therapy, and then Jennifer Tilly brought the second one. The second one being the Chucky that we're seeing running around killing people, because but she he kills the old crazy lady and she's dead, and it says written in her blood, Chucky did it, which everyone's yeah. like, oh, is that her going crazy and kind of thing. So he's actually, I was like, oh man, he's actually going to make them all think she's like killing people again. This is this is this is potentially like a really great idea where Chucky's actually screwing with her mind he's going to make her go crazy by tormenting her and doing all this stuff it's a real interesting location and a real interesting group of characters and yeah it just makes like a fun you know setting where um, yeah it's not like you know they can't just run away or or something they're all stuck here and you know nothing they say is ever going to be believed and uh, it just makes for like as you're watching it it's like ooh, like i really don't know where this is gonna go and you kind of like i'm starting to get excited because it's like oh like yeah no one's gonna believe her and um and also like well how is Chucky gonna keep killing people like you know you can't just keep doing like the you know same thing and stuff and it's just a i don't know it's a really good like idea and setting and everything about it i feel like came together pretty well yeah i think the setting really did help shake it up and the fact that we have we're back to a character knowing who Chucky is and being like crazy about it and thinking they were just imagining it and then like Chucky comes back into life and we see that reaction that's that you know that's interesting we've done that a little bit in the past but I don't think Andy never ever believed that it was fake like Andy always did when he was a kid oh, right. yeah. uh, and the, the, you know he just kind of went along with what the parents said uh, whereas here like she's actually been convinced medically that no 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 you imagined this, you killed those people because you were jealous of your sister and, and whatever. Uh, but you have that first moment when, when the second doll arrives and the other woman's carrying the first doll and they pass in the hallway and there's this moment where they look at it and it's like, oh, and I actually thought at the time he's going to switch places at one point. He's, he's going to like pretend oh, yeah. he's the other one and he's they're like they're going to do a bit of switcheroo. Little did I know that not only does that kind of happen, later on, like stuff starts happening with both Chucky's at the same time. I, d- I definitely did not see that coming. <laughs> no, no, because the one Chucky's with the uh, the woman outside and he gives her the finger at the window and then the <laughs> other Chucky in the, the psychiatrist's office is starting to do stuff as well. He's like moving around. He ends up killing the uh, the other lady who's like really sceptical like, and angry at Nika, which oh, yeah. is actually maybe the best kill in the movie actually because that's when he, he breaks the glass. He, he throws the thing up at the, the sort of the, the skylight and, it's a, like compressed oxygen, I, I think. Yeah, it was compressed, compressed was oxygen. Yeah. yeah, and it all smashes. It comes down in slow motion, and like well, this big piece just decapitates her, and it is. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful. It's a great kill. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. As I was watching it, I was like, oh, uh, you know, all right, so Glass is going to rain down on her. Like, uh, that, you know, sucks. But I thought, like, she would just kind of, like, brace herself and then, you know, the Glass would just kind of, mm. you know, dig into her or whatever. What I wasn't expecting was, like, a gigantic chunk of it to, like, you know, actually decapitate her and then have her, like, head roll on the floor. It's like, oh, my God, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that was it was a great kill. Uh, there was, yeah. there was, there was some, it, some other good ones, admittedly as well. But that that one was the first one that really stood out. Is on us because because the first woman who got killed was killed kind of off screen. We sort of found out yeah. in the aftermath. Uh, but and, this was cool. And also, it helps to uh, this is set during the winter. Uh, I'm not sure the exact location. Probably maybe somewhere in the northeast or so because uh, it's snowing out. Uh, so it also gives like a nice visual. Like he smashes the window, and then like you know little bits of snow is kind of like drifting well, in and. Chucky's from New Jersey, so Northeastern's like even if it's not in that state anymore, yeah. you know, it's not it's pretty believable that it's around that kind of part of the right. country. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I just thought it helped to uh, add a little bit to the atmosphere too. Oh, that yeah, because it's the first one as well. I think that it's been really snowy, even though a couple of them were set yeah. at Christmas. I don't think they were overly snowy movies. So, so we have we have all this go down and like all this is happening. We're like man, because the other thing that was happening throughout this chunk of the movie as well, just before this is that it cut back to Andy, and he was with, uh, the head was still there, and I'm like, wait, how does this happen, like, the head's still there, and I thought, oh, maybe this is all set after or before, maybe we'll find out that that scene at the end of the, the post credit scene was, like, after all this, or maybe we'll find out that all these uh, hospital sections take place after the Andy stuff, maybe, you know, maybe this will have a conclusion that'll get Chucky escaping with Jennifer, maybe, and, you know, like... But then there's a point where he actually phones the hospital, and it's like, oh, wait, no, this is, like, the same time. What's going on? Then we have three Chuckies that are active. What is happening? Uh, and honestly, the only explanation we ever get is that he basically he, he read on uh, voodoofordummies.com I believe was the, the, the website. Yeah. Uh, just a new trick where he duplicates yeah. himself into a doll rather than just you know moves himself. Which, uh, and, and it's kind of funny how yeah, they're going back to the horror roots, but then they still have, like, this feels more like a nod to, you know, like a bride or seed that had, like, I feel like bigger jokes like that. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of okay with just that simple <laughs> explanation, because the movie's oh, so sure, fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we don't need a big hullabaloo about why this is happening. It's just like, I mean, if he already knows enough, you know, magic to put his soul in a doll in the first place, yeah, I guess he can learn another spell to multiply himself or put his consciousness in multiple bodies i wasn't sure how i felt about it at first obviously like i got a sudden rush of emotion as i realized oh wait he's in multiple dolls <laughs> and i'm like well what's happening here like is he in multiple at the same time can he just like pass around them like is he moving through them and like taking whatever one he wants like what's going on um given where it goes later i'm kind of okay with it but I, I, I wasn't sure how I felt at first because it was kind of like, does, does this take away from the idea of, of me and the killer doll? If because at, at this point it becomes more of a supernatural entity because he, he can be in multiple places at once. He, you know, he has like an army of them. You know, does that take away from having the the one true Chucky kind of idea? Um, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, but at least for this movie, uh, it doesn't bother me. Uh, if we get multiple movies in the future you know i don't know how often you can pull this trick out um 
Well, that's the thing. at I least like... for this one, I feel like it works. That's the thing. I think it has to be in the next one if they make another one, which I think they will. This feels like it's setting up another movie, to be honest. Oh yeah, I mean, we'll get to it when we talk yeah. about the end. But it, it, I was like, oh well, they better do a sequel. Yeah, I feel like he's got it planned. I feel like Curse was the start of a trilogy. I feel like this was the second part of a a new trilogy. I can see that. It's it like a Nika trilogy. Yeah, it, it really feels that way, but. So, so another cool thing that happens that I did like is that he, he possesses or goes, you know, makes a copy into multiple Malcolm. Uh, but I thought that was interesting because, like, he has multiple personalities, and I was like, is that just one of his personalities now? Like, will he switch to another one and then switch back to Chucky? Is is that like going to happen? And sure enough, he actually changes to another personality later on uh, after being Chucky for a while, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, uh, and I think I kind of like this whole idea of him spreading the legend that is Chucky because it ties better into the idea from the you know the, the fifth movie when he made that choice that he likes being the killer doll. He doesn't just want to be a human killer anymore. Uh, and even though he kind of gets some of his wish later on, his original wish, he's still the, the killer doll. He's still doing that as well. Uh, the whole idea of building his legend as part of his character now. So it, it kind of fixes that. Of course, the fact that he's in multiple dolls fixes that, those endings from the last movie. It, ma- it makes them make more sense. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's okay. Uh, and we find out that he actually did possess Alice and mm-hmm. killed with her for a while until he got bored with her. Yeah. <laughs> and that ended up getting her killed. Well, seemingly. Which, uh, I can see them yeah. twisting that in the next one, actually, that maybe she's not dead, but... We do see a like a little brief glimpse of her as a was it like a, a dream or a ghost or something? It's a, it's a dream. There's it's a ghost dream. in this movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a, a literal ghost, but like a like a like a vision. Okay, uh, sure. Kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a dream that Nika has, and we see what the actress looks like now. I assume it's the same actress, given everyone else have brought back. I think so. Yeah, uh, I assume it's the same actress. You know, in four years makes a big difference when she was like what eight in the last one. Uh, so now she's like twelve, and. Uh, yes, and it's, it plays with this whole because her name's Alice. There's this red shoe uh, motif that comes into it. Oh. I didn't really think about that, but wait, does Alice have red <laughs> shoes? And uh, Alice in Wonderland? Does, she, does, it, hey, does Alice in Wonderland have red maybe. shoes? Maybe. I'm not actually sure anymore. I'm, I may just be thinking of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, maybe I, I don't know. It's been a while since I. But a whale since uh, I've seen it as well. But that's what I thought when they first <laughs> popped up because there was a whole red shoe motif going on, and it comes back up again later. So it must mean something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a big Not help, true. Tim. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shocking display. I mean, uh, yeah. Should we dig into this uh, whole creepy, uncomfortable scene then with the psychiatrist or whatever yeah, the yeah. shoes and the so, hypnotism? So she's getting worse, or at least he thinks she's getting worse because there's more killings happening. And he decides to hypnotise her. And then he drops this this heel turn, this bombshell on us, that he has been hypnotising her for the past four years and doing sexual things with her while she's hypnotised and she can't remember any of it. And he just he's so creepy. And the funny thing is, is I love this scene because the punchline to all of this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it. Uh, I, I thought it was definitely like upsetting. I was like, ah, like, do you have to go there and make this all like creepy and, and rapey and stuff? But like, I mean, luckily they don't get into too much detail, and you know he quickly does get. Um, yeah, Ch- Ch- Chucky. Know, Chucky basically hits him in the back of the head with a, a lamp yeah. or something. Or it's a ball. It's, it's like a bottle or a glass of booze, and yeah. he 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 looks down. He's like, 
man, this this guy's <laughs> sicker than I am, right? Yeah. And it, it happens again later on in the movie when she's back in the office in a straitjacket and Chucky knocks him out again. And, it, and this time he's like threatening other stuff like, oh, you'll go back and no one will believe you. It's your word against mine. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, but I'll always remember our visit. And again, it's really creepy. And Chucky does the exact same thing as he did in the first, the first scene where he smacks him over the back of the head. He's like, man, I don't know what to do with this guy. Kill him or like... like uh, take notes from him or take something Take notes like from that. him. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Kill him or take notes from him. That, that was like... As, as dark as it was, like Chucky's punchlines to it, especially the second one when it became like a running joke, was yeah. really funny. So, well, I, I like, uh, you know, uh, I, I like these larger than life uh, monsters. You know, talking about Chucky, not the, not the psychiatrist, but uh, like, you know, I want to root for Chucky, you know, in a weird way. So I like that. Oh, here's a bad guy that's worse than Chucky. Let's see, you know, Chucky give it to him and. Yeah. Uh, uh, that maybe they could have gone like a little farther with him, uh, maybe doing some worse uh, crap to him. But it it was at least good that you know he got a little uh, comeuppance. Right. So let's talk. So just to set up the sort of final act then, because we're kind of getting into that territory. And there's and there's one more doll we we haven't mentioned. Yeah, that's what I, I yeah. exactly okay. what I was to talk about. Uh, right. Andy, <laughs> Andy, when he can't get through on the phone and no one will talk to him, he decides to drive off uh, to to the the hospital. However, he also takes his own Chucky doll. That he had in a cupboard, which has short hair. Has, he has cut Chucky hair. And I'm like, okay, what's he going to do with this? And I almost thought that he was going to put himself in the doll so he could fight Chucky that, on a level playing field. That's 100% what I thought. Yeah, and, that's uh, what I thought. I, I'm actually a little bummed that they didn't do that. Well, you don't know. Maybe we'll do that in the next one. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But so he sends that. But at first, you don't know he's posting it, though. You think he's just going with it. You, you think he's just taking it with him. And. It's after he's just been rejected at the front gate and then he punches the guard, so he, he gets taken in and locked up <laughs> in the hospital uh, on his own. So you think, well, what's your plan here, Andy? You just got locked up. But then, then this this FedEx package arrives and it's a, this third Chucky doll with the, the cut hair. And it's during this whole scene, uh, around this time with Nika in the straitjacket, and we have the other two Chucky dolls that we already have come in. Uh, worth mentioning as well, one of the Chucky dolls, the one who's been like held with the you know the mother who's like you know thinks it's her son uh, she tries she's to breastfeeding him yeah she, she breastfeeds him and then because she is crazy she tries to suffocate him with the pillow and then he decides to kill her by sh- take ripping off his own arm and shoving it down her throat <laughs> it's pretty impressive i'm not gonna lie yeah. And uh, I love once you get the scene where you see like all the Chuckies together. I like that they're all like visually like really distinctive. Like yeah, yeah that one is like missing an arm and has kind of crazy hair, and then the other one, um, it, for the most part, looks normal. But then he does have like a little bit of a melted hand uh, from earlier we yeah. saw. And we have cut uh, hair, Chucky. Just, yeah, because it's easily differential. You know, you can differentiate between them. And right. then, but it's just cool like seeing them all together and being like, oh, it, it, it's almost like. Um, you know, with like gremlins and stuff, when you see them all together, but it's like, oh, there's like the striped gremlin, and then there's yeah, like the ex- exactly. goofy looking one or something. So, so the three of them are all together, and they're they're kind of like debating like what their plan is, and <laughs> there's a, there's a weird joke about Hannibal being cancelled because because what one of them oh, says yeah. it, it bequeaths you not to do this. It's like bequeath <laughs> you sound like Hannibal Lecter. I can't believe they cancelled that show. I can't. It wasn't that good. I want- but, I wonder if uh, like anyone involved in the movie was involved with the show or something. Is that supposed to be like I, an inside joke? I have no idea. I can tell you though yeah. that Don Mancini, the writer of all these movies and the director of these last three, is one of the producers and maybe writers on Channel Zero uh, right now. Yeah. 
I noticed his name in the credits uh, on the last couple of episodes. So yeah, I, I saw that watching it. Uh, yeah, the, like this past weekend too. I was like, oh yeah. hey, I wait. <laughs> S- small, small mm-hmm. cinematic world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so they, they have they have some fun banter and stuff, uh, and they're all arguing like who gets to kill Andy. Like, <laughs> oh, I had a ba- worse day than you. It's like. Come on, you got to suck Teddy today. Like, <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's, it's some fun banner. And then they agree that the one who gets his hair cut deserves to kill Andy. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, uh, it's you, man. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll take tackle that before we get to the Nika stuff. Cause so so short-haired Andy, uh, Chucky, goes to Andy's cell and goes in to kill him. And he comes at him. And Andy fights back. He's not a kid anymore. Like, he has a proper fight with him. And he... It turns out the reason why he sent this doll here in the mail, and the why he, the reason why he cut the hair so he knew which one it was, is because he he puts his hand inside Chucky and pulls out a handgun. <laughs> he snuck a handgun inside Chucky, uh, and which by the way we should mention that this one's alive now because the other two Chucky's like did the spell on him, did the oh, yeah. know, the ritual. Uh, so and sometimes it, I forget like because they're alive that means they have like guts and intestines and stuff. Yeah. Which, to be fair, they established that in, like, the second or third movie. Like, yeah. the, the, there was, like, proper oh, yeah. insides in them. Yeah, it, it's just something I usually, like, tend to forget until it actually, like, happens. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they have, like, blood and guts in there. So, so he pulls out a gun, he shoots him a few times, and then he just stomps his head to make sure he's dead. <laughs> and his head just, it's almost like like stomping a watermelon, but, you know, it's all blood and brains and stuff, and it just mushes together. But the outside is the plastic from the doll. It's actually a really cool effect. It's so satisfying watching him stomp into this head. But the funny thing is, is that this this movie not only has this one fantastic stomping head kill, it has a second fantastic stomping head kill, which leads me back to Nika and the the uh, the psychiatrist. So the other Chucky that's still in there with her does the the incantation on her. And we're like, okay, where's this going? Okay, I don't know, where's this, where's this, where's this going? Are we actually going to have this? Now, one of the things I mentioned in the last review is that Fiona Dourif, who plays, who plays Nika, looks a lot like her father, who, you know, who voices Chucky, and who played him briefly, you know, visually in the first movie, and a little bit in the last one, in a flashback. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought they looked a lot like, I thought that she looked even more like him in this one throughout, because, she, you know, her hair was a bit more over, like, she wasn't as, you know, made up, she was kind of, you know, f- you know yeah, a bit more rough because she's just in a hospital and she's not taking you know you know making herself look pretty, I guess. Um, and she has the long hair and stuff like like her dad does or did in the movies, and so she gets possessed by Chucky and like. But again, it's a copy, so the dolls are still there, but she's become also Chucky, and mm-hmm. almost immediately she does such a good impression of her dad. Oh, it it's is, fantastic! It is so, so <laughs> unreal. Um, so, so the, the the doctor put her in these these red shoes, these red big wedge heeled shoes, and because she's possessed, she can walk. She stands up and she sort of feels her boobs, and she's like, "Oh, there's, there's perks to this." And but she's she immediately puts on the Jersey accent that Chucky has, and it's and the way she smirks, the way she looks at him, the laugh when she starts laughing. It's Chucky. She does such a good... Imp- it's, it's insane. It's almost like... I have yep. to believe, if this was a planned thing when she was cast in the last movie, no, we're casting mm-hmm. you because when he possesses you in the next movie, you're going to nail <laughs> it because you yeah. look like him and you sound you know, like it, him. It, it's weird. Well, I guess not that weird, but in the last movie, I didn't have a problem with her, but I didn't overly think like, 
wow, like, you know, she's a great actress or anything. But in this movie, I was, like, pretty impressed. Like, yeah, she, 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 she was fine the last one. She's pretty good throughout most of this. And then it gets to this part where she's possessed by her, <laughs> by Chucky, you know, in real life, her dad. And she just, because she looks like him, when she does the smile, it's like, holy <laughs> shit. It's, it's like, it, you believe it. You know how, do you know that you get those episodes of TV shows where, you know, two characters are swap bodies? You know, I, I just watched the episode oh, yeah. of Third Rock from the Sun where Sally and Dick swap bodies. Or yeah. it happened a lot. Uh, and the uh, one's an angel, which of course is the spin-off to the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, lots of TV shows have those episodes. And they're always fun for the actors because the actors will try and imitate what the other actor usually does. They'll, they'll try and, yeah. you know, imitate their mannerisms. And sometimes they're really good at it and it's really fun. This might be the best example of this that's ever happened, where she is nailing how he talks yeah. and how he like what his mannerisms are. It is fantastic. This is this is where if yeah. I was a little bit like not into the whole multiple Chucky's thing, this was the moment where I was like, no, I'm back on board. This is insane <laughs> and it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. There's there's so much going on and it's um, I don't know. It, it really is just like a fun ride where. You know, I, I'm not thinking about it too much. Like, earlier in the movie, there are little instances where I'm, like, um, you know, putting stuff together in my head. But it, when you get to this point, it's just, like, really fun to just sit back and be like, all right, just whatever you're going to do, just take me for the ride. I, I am all on board at this point. Yeah, I that, that last chunk was great. Like, she, she, she kills multiple Malcolm. Uh Oh, actually, it's, it's, it's Chucky from behind that actually kills him with a drill. Yeah. She she just gets into the laugh. It's actually her, her and Chucky laugh together, which is when the laugh comes yeah. out. And it's you almost can't <laughs> tell which one's which. They're laughing the exact same way. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and that was like a nice nod, like you said earlier. Um, you know, he kind of starts freaking out because uh, Chucky is inside of him, but he's uh, has multiple personalities. So he kind of starts like mm. going back in between and being like, "Oh, wait a minute, like I'm." No, I'm not Chucky. I'm no one. And, and then, yeah, from out of nowhere, behind him, gets killed. And Joe, Joe, I think it was a pretty like gruesome scene too. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gruesome. And Joe, I think, and actually, we actually glossed over the the, the, the stomping head killer. That was the whole point. I went on to that scene in the first place. <laughs> when, when she first gets possessed, she stands up. She like feels her boobs and stuff. And then like he's on the ground, and she's like. I'm going to kill you, and she just stomps him in the head with a with a big <laughs> high heel repeatedly until his head's just mush. It looks great. I still like. The, I, th- I still think I like the, the glass falling kill a little bit better, but this was really good. It's, yeah. it's preference. Like, you, you know, two good head stomp <laughs> kills, and then the, the glass kill. I think are the, the highlights the the kills in the movie. But yeah, I'd say so. But uh, yeah, so so she, she she's you know acting like acting like Chucky. And she goes to see Andy, and she doesn't kill him. She just sort of locks him in the room and says, oh, tag, you're it. It kind of implying that they're going to blame him for all these deaths now. Because once they, they see him here and they look into his past, it's like, oh, wait a minute. This is this is a, this is guy's the killer. Which is partly why I think it's definitely setting up a sequel. Uh, that and the oh, yeah. post-credit scene, which we'll get to when we yeah. get to it. Uh, meanwhile, outside, uh, Jennifer Tilly's shown up. She's killed the security guard with the nail file that like she's done in the last you know, couple of movies. Uh, and you know, that's actually a pretty fun kill because the, the blood kind of spurts forward and hits the, the window so you know, a bit, bit of fun, a bit of inventiveness but anyway, do you know why I think this ending works so well on top of the fact that it's fun and on top of the fact that Fiona Duroff is doing such a good like impression and that, that almost feels uh, like I'm belittling it it's just an impression, it's not, it's more than that but she's done such a good job of emulating what her father does mm-hmm. that 
But what I think is special beyond that and why it works is because right from the start of this series, Chucky's whole thing was to get into a human body. And he never actually achieved it. And as much as he did accept that he liked being the doll and we really, we really, we really liked the fact that he made that choice, there's still something special about finally seeing him in a human body again where he can wreak havoc. Where, yeah. no, this is, this is what it's been building to all of these movies. Seven movies in, he's finally achieved it. <laughs> and what, is that, you know, what, what do we do in the next movie with that? Like, is she now the leader of the Chuckies and we have all the dolls as well in the next one? Like, yeah. what was what's the next one called? War of Chucky? Actually, that, that's funny. I was thinking, uh, like, ooh, I, I hope the next one's like World War Chucky or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could see it. I could see yeah. it. Um, and yeah, as they're... Um, it, it, and it, it's so funny, because um, even though it makes sense in the movie, it still felt really weird seeing, uh, you know, Nika, uh, like, make out with uh, Tiffany. Uh, well, like, that, just because... Yeah, that's, that's what I was just getting <laughs> to, because she comes outside. And by this point as well, she's put on, like, this this coat and this red scarf, which yeah. is very reminiscent to like, the sort of coat that he had at the start of the, the first movie. And he's, she's sort of sauntering out, and she's like, and she's like, hey, babe. And they make out, and... She's like, well, this is different. It's like, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny because it just seems weird. Like, it, it makes sense in the movie because, uh, you know, it's Chucky yeah. and Tiffany. But then it, it just seems weird because it's like, well, no, because I know that that's Brad Dorf's daughter. And then that is supposed to be like Brad Dorf's love interest. Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's, yeah <laughs> there's, a, there's a weird almost incest thing in a meta way. But it, it's not <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. No, funny. not at all. And then, uh, uh, yeah, and as they're driving off, uh, you see the actual Tiffany dolls in the back if Jennifer, as well. If Jennifer Tilly was actually Fiona Dourif's mother, though, if, if, they, if, if her and Brad Dourif were a couple in real life, this would be <laughs> weird as shit, but they're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it is funny, though, that Jennifer Tilly can say, oh, I've well, she's not actually made out with uh, her dad, because it, it was already in the doll, so that never happened. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's just weird that she can say she's made out with both the father and the daughter. Which, <laughs> you know, I feel like people can say, like, maybe not a lot, but there's probably at least a, enough of a minority of people who can say, oh, I've I've made out with both the mother and the daughter, or both the father and the son, you know, depending, <laughs> right? And I feel yeah. like there's very few people who can say they've crossed the genders <laughs> and said, oh, True. father and daughter, or, or mother and son, but, but whatever. Actually, I like that touch earlier on uh, when she's on the the phone to someone, I think, or she's talking to maybe the security guard, and I actually on the phone to Andy. She she says, uh, "Oh, it's uh, it's Tiffany." Oh, sorry, it's Jennifer. I get confused. Which even I don't remember oh, yeah. anymore. I thought that was a nice <laughs> fun, at, like, because I feel like most fans probably forget that this much. You know, she's in Jennifer Tilly's body now. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's a funny little touch that they kind of had a little, little meta yeah. moment where she doesn't remember exactly which one she has anymore. I think even earlier uh, at the hospital, like um, someone says, "Like, hey, are you?" And she goes, "Like, it's Nika." You know, oh yeah. And she's, "Oh no, like I get that all the time, or something like that." You look exactly like Jennifer Tilly. It's like, <laughs> oh no, I get that all the time, and this exact same <laughs> voice, you know, Jennifer Tilly uses. But um, no, so that's that's really fun. So we actually end the movie. The, the bad guys win. Ch- ch- yeah. uh, you know, Nika Nika Chucky with uh, Jennifer Tilly or. Tiffany Tilly, what we would call her, <laughs> uh, and then there's a there's a Tiffany doll in the back seat. They've yeah. got a doll, who, and apparently she's also spreaded herself. She's copied herself into the doll as well, so she can be in both places. Uh, they ride off laughing maniacally as they've killed yeah. everyone in the hospital except Andy, who's been left to presumably take the guilt. The bad guys win, 
Which is why I think <laughs> there has to be another movie, right? Oh, without a doubt. Um, it's... I, I don't know if this counts as a complaint, but uh, I couldn't help but at the end being like, oh, wait a minute, like, that's where it's going to end? Like... I, it, like it feels kind of abrupt, but at the same time, maybe it's just because I want more and want to see where it's going. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I, I think it. Yeah, I think it works when, when you look at it as like a middle chapter of a trilogy. It does really work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that. This is like this is Chucky. He's worst. He's back in a human body, and he's with Tiffany. They are going to go and do some really bad stuff. Like this yeah. is going to be bad. It set, It almost sets you up for this big final fight where Andy. And whoever's got allies with, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they have to, they they need to win now. Like they they have to be the ones yeah. that that stop them. Um, and you know we need to get Nika back. If we get Chucky out of the body, Nika comes back, so we need to save her, mm-hmm. right? So that's a big thing. Uh, but you know, I'd love a movie with with Nika's as Chucky for most of it, and maybe you know, <laughs> until the very end when she maybe like, gets brought back through yeah. winning. Um, and so, I feel like they brought like almost everything back at this point, so we'll have to see. Um, was it Glenn or Glenda? And uh, oh god, no, 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 <laughs> no. Glenn, Glenda can stay, can stay on. That's fine. So the credits started to roll, and I was like, you know what? The last one had a closing credit scene, or a, you know, post credit scene. I'm waiting this time. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm keeping keeping track of this. And I was like, but what's it going to be? What could it be? Because the funny thing is, is looking back, now that I've seen this movie, looking back to the previous one, that post credit scene was legitimately the Marvel teaser for the next one. It didn't feel yeah. like it at the time, but now watching the new one, no, that was teasing where the next one's going. So I'm waiting, gets to the, gets to the end of the credits, and Chucky's head's still in Andy's house, right? And he's just kind of there, he's like, oh, man, 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 I want out of here. Blah, blah. And then... Someone like a, a car pulls in, and we're, we just see it from Chucky's perspective inside the house, and we see like someone. We can tell it's a woman just from the footsteps and kind of the shape of the body, walking up to the door, and opens the door. And I'm like, who could this be? <laughs> really, who could this be? Because it, maybe I think it's Jennifer Tilly, like coming to pick him up, kind of thing. Um, but then you open the door, and it's kind of a silhouette. But you can see the hat, and I immediately got who it was. And she steps <laughs> forward, and the camera, just in case you didn't get it, it cuts to the photo of Andy and her from Child's Play 2. This is his foster sister from Child's Play 2, who, you know, who's middle-aged now, and yeah. she pulls out like her knife. I-, I love how she's still dressed the exact same. She's wearing the exact <laughs> same hat. Uh, she's stuck to her style, I'll give her that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm Kyle, and uh, my brother Andy told me about you. Cut to black. Yeah. And it, it, it does the same thing as the last movie where it comes up saying and such and such playing Kyle after yeah. that scene. Uh, and I, do you know what? I legit when I realised who it was, I legitimately started laughing. Not because I thought it was bad <laughs> or because I, th- I thought it was stupid. I actually think it's a really fun moment that sets you up for the next movie. Yeah. I just started laughing so hard because this movie, like I said at the start of this review, it's embraced its continuity in such a crazy way that no other slasher franchise or even maybe even horror franchise. I mean. I guess Saw, but like Saw, like it's so convoluted. Where that this, yeah. especially since this, like I said, with with Bride of Chucky, it kind of felt like it left this continuity kind of behind. Like it kind of restarted to an extent. But then come the last movie, which felt like a reboot at first. But by the end of the movie, no, no, this is the same Chucky. This is you know going back to the past. Then this movie, no, Andy's back. His sister's back. <laughs> We're going to make references to the military school. Tiffany's still around. Uh, Nika carried on from one movie to the next, and now she's like possessed by like all of it. Feels super like 
Dormin Sheeney has been in such a sort of little fun <laughs> ride, just like, oh, I can tie all this back in, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, and, and it's so funny because it, like, I feel like I didn't care, like, that much about this franchise before. Like, I liked it, but I wasn't that invested in it, and now I feel like I am you know in the thick of it like i'm all for these characters like yeah like all right i want to see yeah like andy and, and kyle team up and like you know bring so, the fight to chucky and <laughs> yeah really i would do it. it's joe it's funny about this though is that now obviously by the end of the movie uh, nika has been possessed right and that's fair enough but before that happened i was like wait are andy and nika going to team up because one of the things we talked about recently and it may have even been on the last chucky movie about the final girls from different movies in a franchise teaming up to take on the bad guy mm-hmm. at some point. I mentioned yeah. that, you know, someone had that idea about Friday the 13th at one point. And I think we were joking about it in the last one. Like, what if Andy and Nika team up? Like, and <laughs> that might happen. It almost happens in this. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I, I don't see... I, I'd be interested to know maybe what the sales uh, on this are. Um, well, but, uh, we got this after the last one, so I'm fairly confident that we probably yeah, all like get an eighth one. Yeah, and also it's um they put it on Netflix like right away. Uh, so I, I wonder if people are going to be looking at the hmm. number of watches or something. But uh, yeah, I mean, unless it does like completely abysmal, which I, I doubt it will. But uh, I, I don't see any way that we don't get another sequel on this, and I'm pretty a- excited for it. As I'm at, like, Joe, Joe, I think it is. These last two movies have embraced the continuity, and they've said not every single one of these to some extent mattered. And yeah. you know, I'm happy to keep the kid out of it. If you want to, you know, ignore him. <laughs> but the rest of them all mattered because I think before this, you know, the first three was like, oh, kid comes after or Chucky comes after Andy. Second movie, Chucky comes after Andy again, and I, that's my still my favorite of the franchise because it's so much fun. But it, it was you know, everyone you could you could watch Shells play three without watching two. You could watch two without watching one. You could watch Braid of Chucky without watching any of the first three. In fact, I think I did. I think the Braid of Chucky was the first one I ever saw. Mm-hmm. But these last two movies, it's like no. All of it matters, and we're building to some sort of wacky climax. This, is, this has been a saga. This is the saga of Chucky. This, is, this has been Chucky Episode Seven: The Cult Attack of the Cult. That's, that's what this has been. And uh, it, it's so funny too because it's just like, you know, they didn't do anything, you know, like crazy or unheard of. They just like. Yeah, made an interesting story and gave us a reason to care about the characters. Yeah, and they, they tried some new things. Not all of it I was into right away. I wasn't super into the multiple Chuckies at first, but this this kind of grew, because of where it goes at the end, it did kind of grow on me. Um, yeah. I, I did think the setting. Well, I, I like the idea of setting at a hospital. I, I do think the set design was a bit too slick and whatever. Um, yeah. Chucky's voice was occasionally not hitting it for me, but. They had fun with it. They they tried new ideas. They they brought all this crazy continuity back. Oh, I'm almost losing Tim. He's back. Um, <laughs> so, so here's a question I'm going to post to you. Post to you, Tim. Mm. Okay. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a suggestion. Then you can fill me in with any ideas you've got. All right. The next character to come back. The the surprise entry at the end of the next one. Maybe not a post credit scene because then it's like a. You know, because maybe I'm expecting the next one to be billed as the last one. Right, mm-hmm. maybe it won't be, but I'm expecting it to be. Yeah, the girlfriend from part three, she'll show up. Okay, she'll show up okay. to help fight, and that's how uh, Andy'll have a happy ending because she'll still be in love with them, and they'll they'll rekindle at the end, and that'll be the happy ending. That's, that's my that's my prediction right now. All right, yeah, I, uh, I can see that. 
if we can have the sister back from part two, and we can have Andy back, I don't see why not at this point. Yeah. Uh, see, it's funny because uh, as you were saying that, I was thinking, um, all right, yeah, we'll probably get some. We'll yeah, probably get someone from three next. Maybe the like little friend, uh, like the the younger kid that oh, Chuck yeah, was I going after. Him. I remember him. Um, but I mean, I could easily see it being like you know either one of those, or possibly or maybe even both. Who knows? Yeah, Catherine Heigl's too stuck up to show up for a, a directed video <laughs> Chucky movie. She's not going to do it. But I feel like what, what well, I mean, what I mean has that... she been doing a lot lately, though? Maybe. Oh, uh, she's notoriously yeah. bad to work for. I, I, I don't think um, she would ever want. You know, you know how we we praised Jennifer Tilly and like she, even though we didn't like that one that much, but we praised her for poking fun at herself. I feel oh, like sure. I feel like Catherine Heigl is the actress who would never uh, poke fun at herself. Oh, oh well. But hey, whatever. I, I just. You know what? I'm excited for what this silly showdown is. I I know this is a great movie. I th- I think it has fun with what it does. I think it introduces some new ideas, and I really that that whole section at the end with with Fiona Durf doing her father's voice, doing her father's mannerisms. That stuff is fantastic, and like I say, it feels climactic in a big way. It feels like we're headed into the final fight because he's been trying to be a human for seven goddamn movies, and he finally is, and it's kind yeah. of exciting. So. I mean, I feel like we, you know, we're kind of seeing like these fran these like horror franchises. You know, they kind of feel like they're withering withering away. And um, you know, when you do do new something new, like uh, oh, a new Nightmare or a new Friday movie, but it's going to be rebooted or whatever, and it, it's not the same. And it, it just something about it feels special to have this you know, long running franchise come back and, you know, still be good and still surprise you. And uh, again, just not, you know, being like, Oh uh, yeah, we're, we're going to reboot it or, Oh, what's popular nowadays. Uh, found footage. All right, let's do the, you know, found footage oh. Chucky movie or, or something like it. Like this feels like a proper horror franchise sequel. And it, it's uh unfortunately it's kind of rare these days, but it's, I'm really, really happy that this exists. Yeah, it's a proper horror franchise sequel, but at the same time, it doesn't do that thing where it just copies the previous... Because obviously a lot of them are guilty of that. A lot of slasher movies are guilty of just copying the formula. Whereas this one, no, it does some different things. So it's kind of the best of both worlds in in a weird way. Uh, And basically, all I think is, and I think this 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 is the benefit of having this one guy who's written everything from the start, is that he respects his own material. The, 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 The problem with a lot of slasher franchises is that the guy who's writing part seven and eight isn't the guy who wrote parts <laughs> one and two. Like, you know, it's someone yeah. different in almost every movie. Usually, not always, but this is such a weird, weird thing that this one guy for twenty-five goddamn years <laughs> uh, has written like every single movie, and it's been this saga where it's grown and evolved and done different things and it's tried different things. But he's not, and it, but he respects it. He takes it seriously. No, not super seriously, but seriously enough where he he gives it respect. So it's like I'm not just doing a stupid movie; I'm doing a movie that matters to people, and he, he does something yeah. with it. And I think, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, yeah, it, it's a it's a big like love letter to the fans, but but also mm. not just being like too fan service, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a really really good mix. Yeah. So. Yeah, so as much as I don't think it's a great movie, as uh, I think you know, you could argue some of the st- stuff's not that scary. Maybe it could use a bit more Chucky at points, uh, but 
No, for what it does do well and the, the fun that it has with what it does, it does pretty great. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess we're ready to rate. Unless you've got any final talking points that you would like to. Uh, I mean, do you want to do any like you know rankings? Like, how does this stack up to the other movies? Oh, we'll, or... we'll do that after we rate. I was, was going to do that. Okay, yeah. okay. I was going to do that. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll rank the whole series, but yeah, we'll do that after we rate it. Uh, so, what would you give Cult of Chucky out of ten? Uh, well, like you said, yeah, it is not perfect. Uh, you know, I, I do have some minor complaints, but um, again, it was so much fun that um, it, it's pretty easy to maybe overlook like some little annoyances. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna give it a yeah, pretty uh, surprisingly high score. Uh, I mean, I I was expecting it to be good because I, I like the last one i thought like oh, i'll probably just kind of be more the same than the last one but i was uh i was surprised so uh, i'm gonna give it uh an eight. Oh my yeah. uh I, yeah. I was really really happy <laughs> you know, I mean, to, be, to be fair i'm not that far off I, i'm actually yeah. going with a 7.5 which uh puts it above the last one uh certainly we'll talk about proper rankings in a second uh but no i i, I think if, if i'm going to get a, a nice cheap sequel to a franchise I want something kind of like this that has a little bit of fun, does some new things, but doesn't lose its heart of what it actually is, and, you know, has some fun kills on top of it, and has some fun bloody moments. Uh, like I say, that final 15-20 minutes are great. Like, I, <laughs> I was so into that that section of the movie. I'm so pumped for what they, they might do next. So, uh, yeah, let's rank the series. Let's, let's each do our rankings of the whole thing. We've got seven movies. Um, would you like to go first, Tim, or would you like me to jump in? Uh, I I can go first. Um, right, hit me. Start start with number right. seven. Worst to best. Oh, uh, so number seven. I'm actually probably gonna give that to three. Okay. Uh, and then uh, are we gonna keep going or are you gonna switch off? Oh, you keep going. No, keep going. That that'll oh, okay. get confusing. I'll forget which one you've said okay. which one I've said. So just just go right, for uh, it. So then number six uh, would be seed. Um. And then number five would be um, actually five might be curse. Mm-hmm. Then four would be bride. Three would be one. Two would be cult, and one would be two. Hi. <laughs> Maybe doing that in reverse order was harder than I thought. Maybe we should have just. Yeah, I was one, like going through yeah. my head, being like, kind of like, uh, yeah, one's easier. Right. Okay, one's one's easier. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to do it in the proper order, just to make it easier yeah. on myself. I made Tim do it the hard way. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, Chills Play Two is my favorite, still. And honestly, yeah, Cult may be my number two. Yeah. Cult number two, and then Chills Play One. And then Braid. So we're actually pretty similar so far. Uh, then Curse. In fact, the only difference between me and you, honestly, is that I'm <laughs> going to put uh, Child's Play 3 at number 6 yeah. and then Seed at number 7. So I swapped the last two, but otherwise I think we're pretty similar. Um, no. So, just, yeah, just yeah, 7.5. Like, I think I rated one 7.5 as well. Uh, so that's two 7.5s, and then two I rated 8. I think I rated braid at 7.5 or thereabouts as well so that's a very that's a good sort of track record where it kept coming back to that similar score even though it had some dips you know three dipped and then seed dipped but 
Yeah, I've I've always thought like this has never been my favorite series, but I do think it is one of the most consistent like horror series. Like, mm. may, maybe they don't ever reach the heights of some of my other favorite franchises, but they definitely don't reach the lows that a lot of them have. That, that that's that's fair. Um, like I say, it's, it's typically a very consistent series. There's two dips, uh, but otherwise, like. And even those dips, I, it, it's not like, oh my god, these are abysmal, like, I can't even look at them. No, yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're just kind of, you know, they, they go from being the, the like, six to seven and a half range to being, like, the five-ish range. Yeah. You know, there's a notable dip, but it's not, like, dire. And I just, I, uh, no, I commend this. I Especially, you know, I feel like Leatherface... Which is the you know because we did all Texas Chainsaws, Leatherface is coming out, which is the prequel to the original. Uh, like I'm not feeling very optimistic about that. I'm definitely <laughs> not feeling optimistic about Jigsaw because we didn't even like the first <laughs> seven of those. So you know I like I feel like out of these franchises that we're, we're wrapping up with the new entries this month, this is the, definitely the one like to beat now. Uh, oh yeah, which and, to be uh, fair, this was probably the it would be anyway because it's the first one, but still like. Yeah. It was, it was probably the one I was most excited for too, and it definitely it did not uh, disappoint. Yeah, it was it was the one that was most likely to be good. I mean, it could have stunk, but it, it had the odds were in its favor. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, those other ones they are coming <laughs> later in the month, so look forward to those. But Oof. I guess that wraps up uh, Cult of Chucky. Uh, I guess that that does. So uh, first things first, uh, I didn't promote this in the last couple of videos, so I'm going to do it here. Right. So before we get to the regular plugs at the end, a uh, new exciting thing that's happening uh, on the Patreons, uh, on patreon.com slash mailfuzztv, is we've got a new tier where we start doing commentary tracks. They won't always be horror yeah. movies, but the first couple are. There'll be a solo one every month by just me, there'll be a group one by me and Tim and maybe Matt, and th- those will be, you know, those will be more fun and making fun of the movie. The one with me on my own, I did Halloween this first month, uh, that's, uh, you know, a bit more sort of focused, and I mean, I, I'm not super serious about it, but like, I'm, I'm having fun and kind of like talking about why I like scenes and you know how breaking it down a little bit um, but th- this first month is free like you don't have to be a patron to actually get these first two that are up uh, that's Halloween for the solo and the group one is Darkness Falls which is a really bad movie uh, <laughs> but, but had, we, had, we had fun with it I, I think we, oh yeah we had fun making fun yeah. of it and tangenting to doing all sorts of things uh, but if you're going to watch it, it this is probably the way to yeah, do it yeah that's, that's, that's completely fair so those are completely free, though. If you go to patreon.com slash TV right now, you can click on the commentaries button at the side and you'll get access to those two and you can everyone can have them. Uh, in November is when they go behind the tier and you have to be on the tier to do it. But you can try the first ones for free. So, uh, I to, you know, because those are a new thing we're doing, uh, I think it's worth uh, sort of promoting them a little bit and giving them a little bit of limelight. Uh, but, so that, that's the whole thing. Uh, also, behind that tier as well, I'll be doing weekly commentaries for Buffy the Vampire Slayer episodes. Uh, starting in November, so so you get another thing on top of that if you if you if you like the sound of me talking over things, uh, there's a lot of it coming, uh, so uh, that's cool. Uh, so, but otherwise though, uh, yeah. So so yeah, go to Patreon. There's some cool stuff over there. You get a vote on a monthly monthly episode. Uh, we've got a horror comedy vote for next month for a five dollar patron. Oh, so you can yeah. go and look at that. Um, if I remember correctly, the options are Cooties, The Final Girls, Cabin in the Woods. And Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Those were the the options. Oof. All good choices. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a stack. <laughs> it's stack, a hard to choose one. Stack choice. Uh, so that, that's over there. Um, 
and other stuff too. Uh, so otherwise, though, like, subscribe, because that helps us out too. If you comment below, let us know what you thought of the movie. All that stuff does help us out. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz. Uh, there is an audio feed for this show now uh, on the podcast apps and stuff. If you uh, want to sort of have that as a backup or uh, recommend it to people who you know don't watch YouTube videos, maybe you want to listen to it instead. Uh, you maybe you need something there. for your morning commute or your if you're going to the gym or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so give us a good rating on iTunes or whatever you're getting your podcast from. Uh, so yeah, uh, but that's everything. I, I'm finished plugging things. Uh, the only thing I'll say now is that because we're doing a lot of extra episodes, there'll be a new one very soon. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can look forward to that. Thank you very much for watching. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>